Hello everybody, welcome to our podcast, Geeta, a mantra for success. So let's move to chapter 4 today. In chapter 4, there's a little continuation of Karma Yoga. Okay. But at the same time, we move one step forward and we start talking about Jnana Yoga. Mm. Okay, so we're going to share some key points from this chapter today. Okay, so let me start with point number one. Perfect, uh, go on. And this is about Avatar. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember the popular phrase about Avatar? You mean the popular phrase, Yada, Yada, Hi Dharmasya? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, okay. So, which translates into, whenever there is a decline in dharma mm-hmm. or righteousness, mm-hmm. and an increase in adharma or unrighteousness, mm-hmm. I will manifest myself on earth. Okay. Right? So that is the only time in the entire Bhagavad Gita, uh, uh, Krishna speaks about avatar. Okay. And uh, and now let's speak about Jiva, Janma and Ishwara avatar. Both Jiva or human beings, humans and Ishwara or God, both of them are souls. Mm-hmm. Okay. And both of them take bodies. Sharir. Sharir. Yeah. When they come to the world. Mm. So there is no difference there. When Jiva comes, it is called Janma. Mm-hmm. That means we are born, right? When Ishwara or God comes, it is called Avatar. So Jiva or we mortals, uh, we are born out of ignorance. That's what it says. Uh, we do not know anything when we are born, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we do not know the purpose of our life. Right. Uh, in fact, many of us do not even know the purpose of life, even as adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we struggle with that. that but true. anyway, it's kind of exhausting. Like, you know, it's it's the same cycle. We arrive in this earth. We try to live our life. Same problem, same gossip, uh, same craving for more and more and more materialistic stuff. Same jealousy, same hatred. And then we die. And what do we take when we die? Nothing. Nothing, right? Again. Mm-hmm. Again, we are born, we do the same thing, running after things that do not even matter in life, and then we die again. <laughs> again, we are born, and so on, and on, and on, right? So, this... Vicious cycle. Yeah, right. so these jivas are always rotating in that vicious cycle of life and death without really knowing what the purpose of life is. Interesting. Okay? Very interesting. interesting. And now, Ishwara, on the other hand, they are born with a purpose. Mm. They are in this world to do bigger things. Mainly destroying adharma, which means fighting for the right thing. So they are here to establish dharma. Mm. So the difference between Jiva Janma and Ishwara Janma or Ishwara Avatar is how we make a difference in this life or how we make use of this life by making a difference. Then. Makes sense. It is actually a very good one and mm. uh, an important one too, I think. Mm. So let's move on to uh, point two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about uh, Jnana Yoga or Jnana Yoga. Mm-hmm. Jnana Yoga is actually transcendental knowledge. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fancy word. <laughs> so, but let me try to break it down. Okay. So, it is a path where reality is discovered through insight, mm. practice and knowledge. Okay. Okay. It means having knowledge about ourselves mm-hmm. and the world around us that transcends, means goes above and beyond what we can see, mm. hear, taste touch or feel. Sounds all fancy. Now, how do we get there? (laughs) So, Krishna says, if you're too attached, Mm. um, you know, arrogant, greedy, fearful, Mm. then you will never experience the true essence of life. Now, we have talked about this many times. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, just get rid of this. Easy to say, (laughs) not so easy to do. Yeah. But, Krishna also gives us some tips. Oh, okay. Okay. 
So upasana, which basically means purifying our minds, uh-huh. and this upasana of meaning purifying our minds can be achieved by mm. five things: okay. puja, japa, tapa, yoga, and vrata. Mm. Okay. Let me go through one by one, mm. and I'm going to explain it using uh, in examples of today or how you can apply it in today's lives. First one is puja, mm. usually understood as worshiping God. Mm. and for someone like me who thinks god is within us mm. i say puja means being committed to yourself your values your principles your higher consciousness mm-hmm. because your inner consciousness always guides you to do what is right or wrong you already know it yeah mm-hmm. a japa actually means meditative repetition mm-hmm. of a mantra like it could be om mm-hmm. now tapa mm. or tapasya is actually self discipline mm. so self discipline is very important and it mm-hmm. touches every part of your life right mm-hmm. so self discipline gives you the power to stick to your decision mm. and follow through them uh, without changing your mind mm-hmm. and i think it's one of the very important uh, you know requirements to achieve any goals of course mm-hmm. you know being being healthy doing well in your life you mm. know, anything the next one is yoga yoga can be regular yoga which mm. is also exercising your body or regular exercise physical activity mm-hmm. Prata means resolve or devotion, mm. and refers to pious observance such as fasting and pilgr- pilgrimage. Mm. The yes, main yeah. goal is mm. to detox your mind and body. Mm. So it's removing all those toxins from your mind and body. Yes. So do meditation for the mind, mm. and yoga for the body, and this fasting helps both mind and body. So once again, it has to be a way of life. All these things mm. you cannot just wake up one day and say. I want this transcendental knowledge. Mm. That's not how it works. <laughs> you have to inculcate the habit of puja, mm. japa, tapa, yoga, and vrata. Great. Um, so now let me move to point number three, mm-hmm. uh, and that has to do with how we can get atma gyanam. Okay. Uh, and it's a bit complex, so let me go uh, slowly. Sure. So Krishna says every individual is a mixture of two components uh which cannot be physically separated but it has to be grasped. Mm-hmm. So one is consciousness or atma or right, so and the other is e- ego. Ahankara. Ahankara. So now our mind and body they function based on either consciousness or ego. Right. Okay. Right. So now this atma is quite detached. Mm. Uh and almost close to how you define how we define isvara okay and but ego is a person's sense of self esteem or self importance right self esteem is good mm-hmm. it's not bad but over exerting your ego might be a bad thing right ego really makes you overestimate your own abilities and worth makes sense and it underestimate the effort and skill required to achieve your goals that makes perfect sense brilliant uh, so basically in many ways ego makes you ignorant and arrogant mm, absolutely and because of this ego you fail to see your atma or your consciousness mm. which is actually true ishwara okay makes perfect sense so that's what krishna is trying to tell here you know is just trying to remind us like ishwara is within you you know mm-hmm. you could be that avatar but you have to stay grounded stay close to your consciousness or atma because your higher consciousness always guides you what is right and what is wrong so exactly. you know in many ways krishna keeps reminding us to be mindful of our own ego makes perfect sense mm-hmm. perfect adding to this mm-hmm. this chapter actually talks uh, you know about the different types of yagyas mm. 
unfortunately we don't have the time to go into greater detail mm. then you know we'll not be able to cover this chapter in 10 to 12 minutes mm. as we planned so i'm just going to uh, summarize the chapter atman enables all activities but atman does not determine the quality of action and is unaffected by the outcome identify with atma and you will be unaffected by life's turbulence you attain whatever you seek make sure what you desire is what you really want that's a powerful one don't be confused you know you should actually you should know what you want right yes make sure what you desire mm. is what you really want it's yeah um, okay mm-hmm. the third one is also very important mm. share your knowledge mm. krishna says whatever he spoke in bhagavad gita is not some new teachings mm. it was applicable thousands of years before arjuna's time mm. and it is still applicable thousands of years later even today mm-hmm. he says that this knowledge is preserved because it is passed on from generation to generation mm, very and in every generation mm. there are people born with a purpose to pass this sacred knowledge about gita wow so you and i are krishna's messengers huh okay yes <laughs> okay <laughs> yes but it's not only about listening to these teachings right you can read about these teachings mm. but it's about applying these teachings in our life now how can we get rid of these attachments arrogance fear and greed you've spoken about it repeatedly and we all know it's not easy to do so but as we spoke earlier we can do so by puja japa tapa, tapa yoga and vrata These were some great insights from Parima for this week. Thank you for listening to us. We will see you next week with chapter 5. Thank you so much. Thank you.